You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing today? You know I always want to know, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well today. I really do. If you're not, find a pathway to well. And I always mean that. I always start the show with that because I want to know how you're doing. Chime in, hit me up at the Mike's Opinion Podcast. And you can do so by going to Gmail and uh, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. That's Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Hit me up for any reason, really. Uh, but really, tell me how you're doing. Shout out. Give me um, your feedback to the show. I always want to know. I still answer everyone. And it may take me a minute, but I do answer you. Um, as you know about today's title, um, today's about psychic abilities. And there's a wide range. And I'm going to tell you how I even decided to talk about that. I usually do an uh, update every month. And I talk about, you know, the news, latest topics and stuff like that. But with the climate of shit going on these days, I would much rather not do an update this week. I, I mean... Just a, a quick recap. New York governor is out. He resigned. Jadakiss and the locks smashed, destroyed Dipset, Cameron, and them. Um, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I got a show coming up uh, about hip hop, and I'm definitely going to mention that. You know, Afghas- uh, Afghanistan is in turmoil. Y'all know all of that. We all know all of that, right? So, Lately, I've been wanting to provide shows and content and subject matter that takes us away from that because we inundated with that shit, right? Social media is rampant and ripe with that. The news is ripe with that. Everybody want to talk about that. I, you know, I ain't trying to hear that, you know, it's specifically in my demographic. You know what I'm saying? Now, the younger people that listen to me, you know, I think they, you know, are a little eccentric, a little different, I'll just say. You know, they're not into just all the leisurely shit, you know, that most, I don't know, teens and, and you know, young 20-somethings are. But I don't judge, you know what I'm saying? Shout out your age when you hit me up on email, too, so I know who I'm talking with. Give me a little information about you uh, as well. So, um, today... We're going to talk about psychic abilities. I'm going to tell you how I got there because uh, my wife and I homeschool our young son. And let me just go ahead and rephrase that. My wife is responsible for the education of our young son, which we homeschool. Now, I do dip in there every now and then. I suggest things to her. I dare say guide her sometimes because I'm considerably older than my wife, my beautiful, lovely, and wonderful, talented wife, uh, lover to death. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things that we chose to do, you know, is homeschool our son. And we did this from birth, we decided this. And he's almost in the double digits now. He's still in the single digits in age, um, you know. But I just, I think for us, it's best suited. 
it's ironic how many people came to her once this pandemic hit and a lot of parents, you know, were at home and, you know, you're like, hey, you've been doing this. How do we do this? So in in the evolution of my young son's education, we decided recently because he's of an age of awareness now, you know, and we said, you know, what wasn't taught to us and which is still on the fringe of society are non-traditional studies, non-traditional subjects, untraditional or non-traditional. Which one is it? Things that are not of tradition. I'll put it like that. So among those things are psychic abilities. So we want to train his brain to be open. You know, we want him to be open-minded. We want him to be fully educated. You know what I'm saying? And this is part of that. Something else that reinforced our decision to move forward with teaching my son things that are not normally encompassed in traditional educational curriculums. My wife and I both, and I know what I'm about to say is going to sound strange to those who either have never experienced it or don't believe that these type of things can happen. I'm here to tell you they do happen because I experienced it and so did my wife. And recently, just talking with my sister about this today, excuse me, yesterday, in fact, my sister was able to do this too. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about leaving your body, knowingly being aware that your essence, your soul, your spirit, your consciousness is outside of your physical body. It's formerly called astral projection. And you can feel free to look it up. I'll tell you some things about it from a personal perspective. Now, for those that follow me, you know I grew up in New York City. And my very early years was in Harlem. You know, I mean, I was born and raised in New York and, and I lived in Harlem and the South Bronx, the Bronx. Ran around um, Brooklyn and Queens as well, but not so much Staten Island. You know, always say shout out to the to the Wu, to the Wu-Tang Clan whenever I mention Staten Island. But so this is not a dream. This is not fantasy. This is not hyper imaginative indulgence. What this is, is actual. I'd say it probably started for me when I was around my son's age, maybe a little older, maybe even a little younger, maybe five or six. But I want to say around eight, nine, ten, ten, excuse me, eight, nine, ten, around that time and for a long period of time. I 
could consciously exit my physical body. Now, I grew up in the projects in Harlem, one of the closest projects, if not the closest projects, to the Apollo Theater. So this housing project was a large um, establishment, if you will, large property, lots of buildings, lots of people in each building. But I distinctly and significantly recall this like it's just regular. It was normal to me. And I was surprised and happy that when I, my wife and I started talking about this, she's like, yeah, I used to do that too. Now, she was braver than I was because I would never be, and I lived on like the, the high floor, a very high floor. So I was always reluctant to go out the window. I remember one time going out of my bedroom further into the apartment. But I would literally just hang out and I would go to the window. I would look out. I would look back at my body on the bed. Look out the window and just kind of float around the room. And I had control. Of this, I had eyesight or sight. I'll just say sight. I could see. I don't really recollect if I can feel, smell, or hear, or taste, I guess for that matter. I don't know if any of the, the other five senses were available, but I do know I, I could, I had vision. I could see when I was outside of my body, which begs the question, how, right? If my eyes are laying over there on the bed, how could I see? I don't know. I, I don't claim to know how any of this works. I don't claim to know the mechanics of it. What I do know is that I would do it regularly. Regularly, I would leave my body and I became a little more reluctant to do it when I had, I don't want to call it a bad experience, but I had an experience one time when I went to re-enter my body that I got in with no problem, but I took my, my, my soul or my spirit, my consciousness Longer than usual to reconnect with my body. So it was like I couldn't move. I was almost, I was almost paralyzed, which is different from sleep paralysis. A lot of times sleep, sleep paralysis is different. I'll get to that in a second, but I could astral project without a problem. I am here to tell you astral projection is real. I did it. My wife did it. My sister did it. I mentioned my email address earlier, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Please chime in. Let me know if you could do this too. And if you can still do it, that'll be great. 
I mean, that's great. Please let me know is what I mean to say. Because to my knowledge, based on the reading that I've done when I was preparing for this episode, I always do too much preparation. I spend time, I go down the rabbit hole. I spend too much time. But there are people that can astral project and they travel the entire planet and other planets. Now, like I said, I was never that bold. Part of my concern was if I got too far from my body, how, you know, could I find my way back? Is there an expiration date to it? So for me, like I said, I never left my room in that housing project, Harlem apartment. I stayed there, but my wife said she would go outside. She didn't venture far from the house, but she said she would go outside. Now, one of the reasons I can tell you that I know that this is actual and was not a dream, because not only was I fully awake outside of my body, I was fully awake when I re-entered my body. Yes. And I didn't have to like wake up from a sleep state. I never went to a sleep state. I like to say it wore off as I get older. And that may be tied to a variety of things. And one of them is our third eye, which I'll also get to in a minute. But if you have this ability now, or if you used to have this ability, please let me know. I, I would love to hear from you. Maybe even I'll do another episode on this. And, and, and if I have enough people, I'll have people on as guests. And we can discuss this. If you're an expert in this, I'd, I'd also like to talk to you as well. Because when you think about what that is, one, it almost, I don't even want to say almost, it validates and verifies the existence of your consciousness and energy outside of your body, your soul, if you will, outside of your body. So this is not one of the things that we plan on teaching our son. Okay, we're not going to lay him down and try to get him to leave his body. Now, if he comes to us and volunteers this information, or, you know, he always tells me his his dreams. Sometimes he's just making stuff up, but he tells us, you know, like if if you don't know, if you listen to me, you know. If you don't know, we're self-employed. We homeschool. We're at home all day, every day, pre-pandemic, during pandemic. And I don't want to say post-pandemic because the Delta variant is still popping. But we've been home since his birth. You know, we're very close. We're together all the time. But one of the routines is, you know, we, we don't have any alarm clocks. So we wake up on our own. And when he does wake up, he'll come and climb into bed with us. And, you know, he'll tell me his dreams. If he mentions that, you know, he felt like he left his body, then I'll inquire about it and maybe even encourage him to come get me, to wake me up if he can, if he can touch me. Now, at first, it'll probably freak me out because I don't know if he can vocalize. He doesn't have any vocal cords when you're out of your body. But like I said, I had sight when I was out of my body, so I don't know if I can speak, if I can communicate. So at first, it'll freak me out. But if he tells me, hey, dad, I woke you up, then I'll know it was him. These validations of a soul and a spirit, there's a theory that 
on this globe, there is no new air, there is no new water, and all the energy, everything is encapsulated inside of our atmosphere, inside of this earth. That theory also goes on to say, like, the souls are here. Your energy, your essence, your spirit is here. If that's the case, you know, some people say that's the reason why they use, you know, electricity to revive you if your heart stops. We're electrified. We're also filled with frequencies. So that is something that um, is food for thought. If this validation of consciousness outside of the body, it's very, very possible. Reincarnation is real. It's very possible that ghosts are real. And all these other metaphysical or paranormal things. I have always believed there's a whole nother world or dimension, if you will, that is unseen to us. And that brings me to the pineal gland. A lot of people call it the third eye, right? And if you don't know what the pineal gland is, it's one of the only parts of the brain that is not either on the left or right side. It's right in the middle and down at the base. And it's located in um, the epithalamus, which is near the center of the brain, between the two hemispheres of the brain. And it's tucked in a groove where the two halves of the brain of the the uh, thalamus join, where they come in, where they come together. So this piece, if you will, joins both sides of the brain. And if you don't know that, we have two sides of the brain, left brain, right brain. So, but it's a small endocrine gland. The the pineal gland is a small endocrine gland. And it's in the brain of most vertebrates. We're not the only, humans are not the only ones with a pineal gland. If you asked the medical community what the pineal gland is about, it's really a melatonin production instrument, if you will, which makes me believe because melatonin is very um, integral in our circadian rhythms. And if you want to know more about circadian rhythms, I did a whole episode about it uh, three, four, five episodes ago. So go check that out. But if this is the hormone Directly tied to sleep, right? This is the hormone that secretes this melatonin that puts us in this conscious slash unconscious state, right? And I'm going to get to lucid dreams in just a minute. But this state, this dream state, now all kind of things happen in our dream state. All things have kind of things happen to me. A lot of times this is how the dead people I know, and I know many, how they communicate with me is through the dream state. Now, and the dream state, the re- how I can, how, how can I tell when it's somebody communicating versus just a dream? It's significantly more vivid. It's almost not like a dream. It's hard to really convey, to explain how 
it differentiates itself from a dream. But it's a clear visitation. And I've had more profound visitations past that. Where physical things happened in the room that I was in. But the pineal gland, a lot of uh, mystic and esoteric spiritual traditions, they suggest that it serves as a metaphysical connection between the physical and spiritual world, right? If you've ever had a spiritual event, if you've ever had an otherworldly or ghostly event, I want to hear from you. Once again, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Let me know because I've had all types of, of these types of things. When it comes to these psychic abilities, you know, there's so many of them that fall under this general title of psychic abilities. One of them, and I touched on it, I uh, mentioned it just a few seconds ago, is lucid dreams. So lucid dreams, if you don't know what a lucid dream is, a lucid dream is when you're dreaming and while still asleep and dreaming, you realize you're dreaming. You're conscious while you're asleep that you're dreaming. That's called a lucid dream. And if you ever had one of those, it's like almost like deja vu, which I did a whole episode on deja vu as well. Definitely check that out. Um, check all the episodes out, but, um, if you ever had deja vu, you want to capture that. You want to hold, it's so fleeting and fast, you know, you want to hold on to it. Well, lucid dreams for me have always been like that. And the good part about it is that, oh, oh, I'm dreaming. When you, when you can realize that and not wake yourself up and stay in a dream, then you can start to control the things in your dream. And man, when I tell you, how fantastic and wonderful that is it's a, it's a, it's amazing it's it's literally amazing now scientists doctors they serve their purpose but in my humble opinion some of them are significantly narrow minded because they speak in such absolute terms as if they know everything and a lot of them will explain any of these things away, including near-death experiences. I like to call them near-life experiences. They'll explain them away to some kind of malfunction in brain activity or some accidental situation or a byproduct of some pharmaceutical or non-pharmaceutical drug you may be taking. So... Their belief, and I wonder if this is taught as they become scientists and medical, excuse me, personnel. I wonder if they're trained that, you know, the possibilities of anything else are trained out of them, you know, because they have to be so specific in their discipline. But I think to, to no longer even consider the possibilities of anything that could exist is 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 doing yourself a disservice. You know, we all choose what we want to believe to a certain extent. Some of us, it's drilled into us by our parents or whoever raised us 
and we never question it. It's it's been so well embedded in our in our in our value and belief system that we don't we're, we're even afraid to question it or we just don't question it. We're wholeheartedly um, convinced, and that really just is a passing on of beliefs from generation to generation, right? I don't think it has anything to do with what's actual. What's actually actual. For instance, religions. Just off the top of my head, you got Baptists, Catholics, Episcopalians, Muslims. I don't know if I said Lutherans. Jehovah Witnesses, Seventh-day Adventists. You've got all of these large organized religions and they all have these strict rules, right? And you better not question it. You got to have faith. A lot of them are very different. But some of those beliefs are instilled in people at such a young age and then they stay in that camp, right? They go to those churches. They stay in those congregations. They stay within those social groups that support those beliefs. And I'm not here to say any of them are right or wrong. I'm not here to, to down your belief or anybody else's belief. You choose to believe what you believe. It's up to you. Choice is yours. However, all of these religions involve forms of spirituality and some form of after death existence. Right? So, traditionally, these religions go back way, way back. So, where did this concept come from? I have a question for you. And once again, hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Let me know if you've ever, and I don't know if this happens with cell phones, it hasn't happened with me, but have, have you ever known that the phone was about to ring right before it rang? Have you ever known who it was going to be on the phone as it rang? I have. Now, this only used to happen to me, once again, when I was younger, when there were landlines. You know, there weren't all the the cell phones and the mobile phones. There were landlines, and I would, I I used to blow my grandmother's mind. I said, the phone's about to ring. And boom, it'll start ringing. Or the phone would ring, and I knew who it was. I don't know how I knew. I just knew. Who it was. I felt it. I knew it. And. These things. These. Psychic things. For lack of a better word. These metaphysical things. These. um, I dare say. Abnormal things. If you're a societal subscriber, 
meaning you subscribe to society's norms, the societal norms, then these things are fringe. These things are abnormal. These things are, are crazy, right? Now, why do we think that collectively as a, as a society? You know, there's no way you could leave your body, right? Why are we taught these things? That these things are taboo, that these things are, are wrong or even associated with evil, right? Yeah. I remember I have a, another child from first marriage who's, who's older and, you know, she's very, you know, accomplished and has children of her own. And I remember when Harry Potter came out and my ex-wife said, there was no way our daughter could read this. So I had to, I had to sneak it so my daughter could read it. I, um, she was just convinced that it was witchcraft and it was evil. For my daughter and I, it was merely entertainment. Neither one of us wanted to become witches or warlocks or anything like that. It was just, an engaging way to get my child to read something that captured her attention and stoked her reading fires, if you will. So when it comes to all these things and witchcraft, which I think is different, it may involve some of these psychic abilities, but witchcraft, I think for me anyway, just my loose basic interpretation is being able to manipulate worldly items. For instance, you take an eye of newt, three frog legs, and some other otherwise unlikely ingredients, and you combine them, and you can cast a spell. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't have no eye and newt laying around. But I think the possibility that the combination of certain things can make something is very possible. And that's evident in all the recipes that we cook. Right? Three eggs, some butter or some oil, some flour, some sugar, some baking powder. You mix it all up, stick it in the oven for 30 minutes or so. It changes form. Right? It changes texture. So who am I to say that if you combine, you know, less than readily available ingredients that a big puff of smoke might not come out and you'll be able to turn somebody into a frog. I mean, I don't know. My point is, I'm just a very open-minded person. I think if you look back historically, before the advent of electricity, before the advent of microwave food, before the advent of processed food, 
our pineal gland, our third eye, and our connection to the mystical, the metaphysical, and just to the planet overall and all of its wonder was far more fluid. It was far more rooted. Now, especially in Western civilization and in America, most of us are chasing that carrot. We're hypnotized by electronic devices and the hatefulness and divisiveness, the divisiveness is being increased and encouraged. We're so focused on not just the tree, but a branch on the tree that we don't know how to zoom out and leave our petty differences behind and try to become one and join each other in intellectual ascendance and peaceful coexistence and having a loving interaction. Now, if you incorporate the lack of psychic abilities, we're out of touch. The pineal gland can get, from my understanding, get calcified or or covered or become basically inactive from its metaphysical abilities. It may still produce melatonin and function in that regard as far as your sleep cycle and your circadian rhythms. But as far as its psychic abilities, its third eye abilities, it becomes dormant. And a lot of that is based on a variety of things, including your diet. I struggle. I'm addicted just like anybody else to this Western diet. And it's a struggle. It is a fight. I would love to be a organic vegetable, lejeune, bean eating vegan if I could. But as you know, if you listen to any past episodes for those that follow me, you know the commercials, you know, that juicy steak, that cheeseburger, that bacon. Ugh! Man. Anyway, I digress. As I normally do. When it comes to teaching our son, we really just began this journey. This is why my, my wife and I were talking about it. And we're going to start with, you know, index cards. Like, can you tell me what this number is? And I was just messing with him the other day. You know, it's like, I'm thinking of a number between one and 10. And he guessed it once. I think I did it four or five times. The other times he didn't guess it. But he was just playing around. The last time that I was like, hey, focus. I want you to really think about it. He got it. And coincidence, perhaps, but we want to develop these things, right? Another one is uh, psychic abilities is premonition. And that goes to the phone call thing I was talking about earlier. But a premonition is a strong feeling that something is about to happen. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had a premonition? Now, typically with premonition, it's associated with unpleasant things. Usually bad things. Think think Spider-Man and his spider sense. His spider sense goes off before something bad is about to happen. It's the same thing with humans. Us humans. Us human beings. 
I, we possess abilities, capabilities, powers that have been turned off in us for some reason. Now, maybe there are too many people on the planet. Maybe there are powers or governments that want to keep us docile and calm and awake enough to be a labor force, but not awake enough to be anything other than that, right? Have you ever been to a psychic? Now, (laughs) I'm laughing because it's people have made a lot of money. I'll just put that way. A lot of con men that have zero, con men and women, who have zero psychic ability, actual psychic ability, have made a lot of money. You know, there used to be 1-900 psychic lines. Every once in a while in some strip mall, I'll see one. You know, they'll have the hand, they'll have tarot card reading, psychic reading. You know, you come in, you pay your money. I don't know how much it is. And, and they'll, you know, maybe tell you something. But for me, and I don't know if there are real psychics that inhabit these locations or not. I do know that I possess some psychic ability. Now, I am not proficient enough that I could tell you, like hold your hand and look at you. Actually, I've never tried. I've never really tried to feel something from somebody you know, like you've seen some of these shows, they can connect you with a dead relative or, you know, tell you, you know, what's, what your future holds. One of the things they do, they being these psychic uh, people, some of the, the real ones, the, the palm readers, they say the lines in your palm say things. And I'm looking at mine right now, you know, and I, I want to look into that, actually. I want to see... You know, is there a a palm reading manual or guide? Something that I would think that would have to be, right? There would have to be something regular because we all have palms. We all have these lines. So if somebody could look at these and tell me what they, what they typically mean. There are many things that fall under the realm of psychic abilities. And I'm going to go. Through several of them, just give a brief definition. Apportation. Have you ever heard of apportation? That is the disappearance or teleportation of an article from one place to another. Or an appearance of an article of something from an unknown source. Right? I believe teleportation of some teleportation is going to be real. Time travel, I think, is going to be eventually achieved. And there was an interesting example of time travel. It's not really time travel at all. But it was the example of there's an office building with, let's say, 30 stories. has 30 floors, right? There's one person that's on the first floor, on the ground floor, standing outside of the building. And there's another person on the roof. Of the building. The person on the floor. On the ground. Is about to cross the street. And doesn't see. That there's a large truck. Speeding. 
and that could potentially hit them. The person that's on the roof sees it coming from way far away. They have the ability to see what's going to happen, where the person on the floor does not. And people will say, that's a matter of perspective. And that's exactly what that is. But if you want to try to understand, like, premonition or seeing the future, that could be a good analogy to basically describe it. So how do you get your mind on the roof so you can see more? Uh, I mentioned astral projection or mental projection, and that's just the voluntary project of an astral body or mental body is, you know, associated with being an out-of-body experience, one's consciousness temporarily leaving the body. Another one is called automatic writing. Have you ever heard of that? And that's basically the ability to draw or write without conscious intent. And some people say they can get messages from beyond the grave. Messages from aliens by automatic writing. They'll have their eyes closed and they'll just write. Another one is called mediumship or channeling. And that's the ability to communicate with spirits. And once again, please, if you have had a ghost sighting, if you have seen an apparition or a dead person has communicated with you. I would love to know. I just, I always like to, to hear these firsthand accounts of people that have experienced these things. Uh, precognition and premonition is something I mentioned earlier. Have you heard about psychic surgery? Otherwise known as like healing hands, like people put the hands on you. And a lot of these, um, evangelists and, Certain religious organizations claim to be able to have the power to do that at will. Boom. They put their hands on you. They speak in some tongues and boom, they remove the disease or disorder or whatever you had. Some people said they've been made to hear or made to see or made to walk when they couldn't. Yeah. So another psychic ability is psychokinesis or telekinesis. And that's the ability to Move shit with your mind, right? I couldn't find it immediately, and I didn't take that much time, but I remember seeing an old black and white film, and it may have been debunked, but the government took this young girl from her from her family because she could move stuff with her mind. This was back in the, the 50s or 60s. Could you imagine having the ability... To move things with your mind. That would be phenomenal. I think it would encourage laziness in a lot of us though. Right? Yeah. The remote control. The toilet tissue. You know. Just stuff that we otherwise normally would reach for. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. One of the biggest ones that is really prevalent in a lot of areas like a lot of uh, crime fighters use this. A lot of governments use this. Um, it's called remote viewing. Have you ever heard of remote viewing? That is the ability to see a distant or unseen target. Think about astral projection, but without having to leave your body. Just 
sending your consciousness and the sight, the vision ability of that consciousness to another location. Have you ever knew somebody was doing something? Whether it be a lover or wife or husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, or child. Like you felt you knew your kid was going in that cookie jar. You didn't hear it. You didn't see it. But you just got that feeling. And it happens with a lot of things, right? I got that feeling. You hear people say, I had the feeling. I had the feeling this was going to happen. I had the feeling she was going to do that or he was going to do that. Yeah. Another psychic ability is telepathy. And that's the ability to send or receive thoughts. So, I'm going to keep my mind open once this episode is released. Of course, I'm recording it now. It's not released, but I release it the next day uh, or that day, rather. I, I release it the same day I record it is what I'm saying in the majority of cases. And it'll be the case in this case. So when you hear this, See if you can send me something. Now, my show is gaining in popularity. More and more people are listening, which is great. Which, by the way, share the show, please. Support the show. You know, rate, comment, follow, do all the stuff. Be greatly appreciated. If you want to send me cash, just go to the show notes or shoot me an email. Um, I do need the support. But if I get flooded... I, I hope not to get flooded like receiving all of these, you know, names or 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 intentions or but I'm gonna keep my mind consciously, I'm gonna make a conscious effort to listen out, to see if I hear you. If you can project an image of you or your name or your email address or your phone number, any anything you want me, you wanna project to me. For two days after this episode uh, is released, and today um, uh, is August the 18th, is when it will first be released. So I'll keep, every once in a while, as I remember, I'll, I'll just be still, and I'll still my mind, and I will listen for you. And then you can shoot me an email and say, hey, did you hear me? And I'll let you know. And anything that does come into my mind, I'll write it down with the time. And the date. And, and, and if we connect like that, wouldn't that be incredible? Uh, many years ago, I used to listen to a show called Coast to Coast featuring a gentleman by the name of Art Bell. And many of you may know him if you're into this type of subject matter. But he talked about a mass consciousness situation or, or experiment. I think he, he had a couple. And we, he really did it. I think I remember one where we're trying to, to make it rain in a drought stricken area. And I want to say it was successful. Many years ago, um, I wanted to, to start an organization with that name. And for some reason, none of the URLs were available. So I believe that's really what prayer is, right? Putting out that positive mental energy. 
And that's why a lot of people say prayer works. Because you are using that psychic ability to project the wishes of your prayer. Right? A lot of times we will pray in dire situations, tragic situations. And and we want our power to fix or heal. The power of our brain, our heart, is incredible. And I think it's untapped. I think that it's been maybe intentionally suppressed. And I want to teach my son, my young son, to embrace that. You know, really, it's up to him. It's his life, right? As his, as his parent, I want to, to expose him to all the things that this planet and life has to offer. And my belief and my experiences in this psychic realm, I want to pass on to him. And nurture him while he's at this age, before his pineal gland gets gets covered or dormant or calcified. And um, I mean, he eats a lot of vegetables. He's not on a wholly organic diet. He has discovered the wonders of chocolate, particularly milk chocolate, which I love as well. So, you know, but he he eats pretty healthy, and and he was breastfed for three and a half years. Yes, I said three and a half. Years, my wonderful, awesome wife breastfed him. So he was off to the best start. And she used to, we used to buy organic, you know, fruits and vegetables. She would make his own baby food once he started doing solids. My wife should have an award and a cape. Like she's a superwoman. She really is. You know, I mean, right as of right now, we make our, she makes our own toothpaste, own deodorant, a bunch of stuff. And I'm trying to get her to just go ahead and start a line because all of this stuff is just, just natural. Like our toothpaste, she makes, um, it's, it's coconut oil, baking soda, and either mint leaves or mint oil. And it's a wonderful toothpaste. We ain't bought toothpaste. We haven't bought toothpaste. And I, I don't know. How many years? Amazing, amazing woman. Anyway, um, I wanted to chime in on psychic abilities today, and I wanted to get this out before Halloween because I didn't want people to think this was a Halloween type of thing. You know, you know, no, it's not that kind of spooky thing. I don't think we need to be scared of these things. I don't think they're affiliated with any evilness. I think anything can be used for evil. And anything can be used for good. But what I do know is that I have left my body on numerous occasions and I was in control of that beyond any shadow of a doubt. I believe and know my wife did it and my sister. We've talked about it and I know we're not the only ones, but we all said it was when we were kids. A lot of times kids are discounted. Their words 
are, are, are trivialized or minimized. But out of the mouth of babes can come wisdom. And I'm here to tell you that all of these psychic abilities, I believe, are all around us. And I believe they're actual. And I encourage you to why not? Practice it. Try it. See what happens. Because I'm going to try to start doing, you know, the astral projection again. The Also the lucid dreaming. Because that dream where I remember having lucid dreams and it's like, wow. And it's not like that dream, you know, I think a lot of people have had this recurring dream where they're falling and they, they wake up right before they hit the ground. It's not, it's not that kind of situation. It's, it's a different, different situation. So I encourage you to hone your psychic abilities, lean into the non-traditional. More importantly, escape all the negativity and bullshit that is going on on our planet. Do not let this negativity engulf you. Okay? Because I want you to be okay. I want you to be fine. I want you to be whole, wholesome, and grounded. But you have to, you have to really fight to get that these days. You know, you got to fight for your happiness. You got to protect your happiness. And it is connected. The diet, the exercise, the power of positive thinking. A lot of these things are connected. So I hope you're okay out there. I hope your summer is going good. Of course, summer's coming to a close soon. And Labor Day is right around the corner for us. So um, I truly appreciate you listening. I truly appreciate you listening. I do. Uh, Please support the show and continue listening. And like I said, give me some feedback. Let me know that you love the show. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed.